Hey, it's Markay from the Markay Show. You hear me every day at 11 a.m. on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Markay Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion Podcast and Jacksonville's Morning News Interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. We're entertaining meets informative. Let me tell you something. This man is so damn funny, it isn't funny. Markay, you're good to go, man. I would marry me some Markay. Markay! A fresh perspective on today's issues. You are doing a great job today, buddy. Mark K is always good in my book. Just settle down a little bit. You talk too fast. Other than that, I love you. This is the Mark K Show. They destroy people. They want to destroy people. These are really evil people. How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. What neighborhood was it in? I don't know. Where's the house? I don't know. Upstairs, downstairs, where was it? I don't know. But I had one beer. That's the only thing I remember. Yes, we drank beer. I liked beer. Still like beer. We drank beer. Sometimes probably had too many beers. And sometimes other people had too many beers. What? We drank beer. We liked beer. Beer's great. Beer's a kick. I like to drink beer till I get sick. I drink the beer till I fall on the floor. Then I crawl to the fridge and I drink some more. I try to drink beer till I think I'm dying, but I never do, so I just keep trying. Maybe one day I'll quit drinking beer, but probably not. I drank beer with my friends. I liked beer. I still like beer. You probably had beer, sir. Miller like Bud like Coors like Heineken. Tell me it's beer and I'll drink just about anything. A few Samuel Adams. I lose track of time. I'd walk a hundred miles for Corona with lime. I never turn down a beer when it's offered. Cause beer makes ugly girls look like Cindy Crawford. Orange juice has vitamin C. Milk does a body good. But beer gets you drunk. Beach Week Ralph Club biggest contributor. You know, I got a weak stomach, whether it's with beer. Now, I like liquor and I like wine. But my watch says it's Miller time. Barley, hops, and yeast fermented. Bring me a beer and I'll be contented. In a can or from the tap. Or in a bottle with a cap. Early in the morning or late at night. I never drank a beer that I didn't like. I had one beer. Beer's great. Beer's a kick. I like to drink beer till I get sick. Beer makes you have to go pee. And beer nearly cost me my college degree. They say beer can give you a gut. Well, so what? They can kiss my butt. I don't think I'll ever quit drinking beer. Cause beer is great. One beer, drink beer, drink beer, drank beer, and drinking beer. We drank beer. We like beer. I had one beer. Yeah. That's my. What's that? We got a lot of requests for that one, so I wanted to play it again. Also, I should point out that you can find that song to download or to listen to or to share or to like or to do whatever you want on the Mark K Show Facebook page. Go to Facebook, type in Mark K Show. That is, if your account hasn't been deleted yet uh, because it was been hacked. You know, there's been a lot of problems with it. I had to go, I did like redo my password 
three times this weekend because of that. But anyway, man, beer, it's back, it's, it's back in the headlines. I had one beer. Donald Trump speaking at a rally in Mississippi and really going after the fake news, going after uh, Dr. Ford saying this is just ridiculous. You've got America's winning. America is winning again and America is being respected again, maybe respected like never before because we are finally putting America first. Yeah, except of course in the Senate where they are tearing people apart, tearing people apart in their in their in their quest for power. A man's life is in tatters. A man's life is shattered. And of course he he went out to really go after Dr. Really the first time that he'd ever really taken her to task in front of a large group and and really kind of thought said what he was thinking. How did you get home? I don't remember. How'd you get there? I don't remember. Where is the place? I don't remember. How many years ago was it? I don't know. Yeah. And he went on to say, look, this is this is this is kind of uh, a big deal. This is really upsetting. And uh, and that these people are, are just they need to be stopped. They destroy people. They want to destroy people. These are really evil people. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, the saga continues. Of course, the FBI is saying now that they've they've wrapped up their investigation. They have to get into the, the whole parameters of the voting today and the, or the uh, rather the debate and the discussion. And that way they can close debate on Friday and get this thing wrapped up. And nobody knows who's going to vote for who. Nobody knows if Murkowski is going to vote this way or if Manchin's going to vote that way or what the heck Jeff, Jeff Flake's going to do. It's just not right. I wish he hadn't have done it. Um, I just can say it's it's kind of appalling. Yeah, it's kind of appalling. He's not talking. We're not talking. That's Jeff Flake talking about Donald Trump, not somebody else talking about what Jeff Flake did, which is really also kind of appalling if you think about it. And, you know, I've been going back and because the big question now is it. Let's look at the overall scheme of the thing. The big question now is what happens to men? And if you know, I'm a guy. All right. So I think about this a lot. I have a son, uh, you know, and I'm trying to think to myself, God, what happens now? You know, what happens to men? How liable are they for things in their past? This whole thing with the ice, for example, we discussed yesterday. I don't you remember. Uh, it was um, what was it? It was it was on the Senate floor and it was the bombshell that the New York Times reported about. Well, here I have it. I have uh, I have Mitch McConnell talking about it. The other extreme, some of the other lines of attack have been completely trivial. Last night, the New York Times unleashed this major story. Get this. Judge Kavanaugh may have been accused of throwing some ice across a college bar in the mid-1980s. Talk about a bombshell. One can only imagine what new bombshell might be published today or tomorrow. Yeah, you know, and and so you got to consider one day you go out to a bar and you throw ice at some guy who's bullying you or you throw ice at some guy who's who's treating you like a, you know, I don't know, maybe picking a fight with you or being inappropriate to your friends or maybe just being another jerk. You throw ice at them and then 36 years or 26 years or however long it's been later, this gets hauled up by the New York Times in front of a Senate subcommittee and could ruin your life. Ice for finding who hasn't had an ice fight. I think I threw ice at my kids last week. Does that mean that years down the road when I'm trying to apply for some high-level job, they're going to pull? You know what? In fact, I was thinking about this. Here's what I want you to do. Take a minute. Go to your phone. Download, if you haven't already, the News 104.5 WOKV mobile app and record an open mic message. It's easy to do. You record it. You send it in. We get it here in the studio. We can play it on the air. And I want you to think of something you did 36 years ago that at the time seemed innocent, but like right now could be questionable. 
36 years ago, was there anything you did that if you were, it, based on today's standards, if you were being hauled up in front of a, the Senate Judiciary Committee for a, a high-level appointment to the Supreme Court of the United States of America, it could ruin your life. I was, 36 years ago, I did the math. I used a calculator because I'm not good at math. 36 years ago, I was seven. All right? So 36 years ago, I was seven. And... I stole money. I remember this. My my sister had a coconut. Uh, it was like a coconut piggy bank that she got. My my parents went to I don't know Fiji or or someplace in Tahiti, whatever. They came back. They had coconut, and I cracked a hole in the back of her coconut uh, piggy bank, and I took out money because I wanted to buy candy at the grocery store down the street, and I did, and I never told her about it. I did it more than once too. I mean, after after I'd already cracked the hole in the bottom of it, I just figured, hey, I might as well go back to the. I did that. And now is that going to now? What happens if I get uh, if Donald Trump calls me up and says we want you to be press secretary? Does that stand in my way of getting that kind of of, of a job? Probably not because press secretary is an appointment. And you don't have to go through confirmation. Thirty six years ago, I remember this. I was in third grade. I was seven years old or eight years old, whatever I was. I guess seven years old. And at the end of the year, the teacher pulled all of the toys, all of the toys that she had confiscated. Throughout the year, because, you know, kids take toys to class and they play with toys. And then the teacher says, give me that toy and you'll get it back at the end of the year. Well, she wasn't lying. And it was the last day of school. And she brought all the toys out and she put them on the desk. And there was this toy helicopter there. And I knew that that toy helicopter belonged to Dave Cadeau, my good friend, Dave Cadeau. I also knew that Dave Cadeau was not in school that day to claim his toy helicopter. So when the teacher said, come get your toys, I walked up to the desk and I grabbed Dave Cadeau's toy helicopter and took it home, claiming it was my own, knowing full well he wasn't going to be able there to take it, be there to take it off her desk. Was that wrong? Probably. Will that keep me from being a Supreme Court justice? Probably. That's what's, that's what's unbelievable. You don't even want to know what I did in middle school and high school. I'll tell you in just a minute. 3401045. Give me a buzz. What's something you did 36 years ago that, based on the new normal, could keep you off the Supreme Court? Or you can leave us an open mic message, too. Go to our News 104.5 WOKV mobile app. This is the Marquee Show. We got your calls coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Thank you so much for joining us today. Folks, we appreciate you being here. And uh, I have a confession to make. I have a confession I have to make. I had one beer. But that's it. That's it. Uh, well, one before the show uh, and then one during the show and then one uh, probably one or two after the show. Anyway, listen, uh, we're talking about the past. Why? Well, because it seems to be dominating the headlines, especially when you talk about Brett Kavanaugh. And all these things that he did in his past that now the Democrats want to keep him off the court for. I just got a message on uh, my Mark K. Show Facebook page. If you want to message me there, you can. Jay Zeem writes, I blew up a frog we were dissecting in biology class my sophomore year in high school using jumper cables and a car battery. Will that keep me from being a Supreme Court justice? Absolutely it will. Absolutely. And if you wrote anything about that in your yearbook, you're totally screwed from holding any uh, any high level position in the government. You better. You know what? You stay out of the government, go into the private sector and and do something, uh, you know, do something respectable with your life. Three, four, oh, one, oh, four, five. Let's go to Alex on the south side. Alex, thanks so much for calling the Mark K show. What do you want to say? Hi, Mark. I really enjoy your show. What I was going to tell you is. 
the same exact thing that happened to Kavanaugh happened to me. Really? Last, last year, I met a woman. My wife was with me, and I was introduced to this woman, and her husband was with her. And uh, I said, you look awfully familiar. And she said, well, we went to the same high school. And I said, oh, when did you graduate? And she said, a year behind you. You molested me in high school. What? That's what she said in front of my wife and in front of her husband. Oh, my gosh. Just, I mean, it, it haunts me to this day. Did you get into it with her? Did you say, what are you talking about? It wasn't me. Did you get more details? Well, uh, I... I I, I mean, my jaw hit the floor, and I said, look, I don't recall any such thing, and I am a Christian, and I'm going to rely on my moral compass, which tells me I would never have done that. Yeah. So I'm sorry, and, and we're leaving yeah. right now. We got up and left. No kidding. But it, it still kind of bothers me today that, golly, uh, if she had brought this some sort of a charge... I would not have been able to defend myself. Man, Alex, that is crazy, man. Thanks so much for calling. We really appreciate it. And thanks for sharing that. And see, and that's the thing. It could happen to anybody at any time. Oh, by the way, Alex, hang tight because we're going to need the FBI uh, to follow up with and investigate. We're, they're going to call you and ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. 340-1045. Or you can drop me an open mic message and let me know. Look, when I was in high school, I was no angel. One time I got a report card that was so bad that I signed my father's name to it because you had to sign, get your parents to sign it and send it back. I actually, he had one of those light boards that you look at like, um, you used to look at like slides with or photo negatives because he thought he was a photographer, but he was horrible. And what I did was I, I took a, uh, a returned check from his bank statements and I put it on the light board and I put my report card over it. Like I was serious. It was hardcore. I was like hardcore forgery back then. And I and I took a pen and I went over. I was able to do it with a light board. And man, I'll tell you, it fooled everybody. Everybody. It fooled my teachers. Uh, it fooled the principal. It did not fool my father when he eventually found out about it because, you know, he didn't remember signing that horrible report card. Um, hey, anyway, it, I admit that could potentially, I mean, I guess that's some kind of federal crime. I probably really shouldn't be admitting all this stuff on the radio. Anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about you. 340-1045. What did you do back in the day that could keep you off of the Supreme Court? Uh, drop me an open mic message or give me a buzz. It's the Mark K Show on New 104.5 WOKV. Mm, mm, mm. All right, so here's the deal. You're up in uh, you're up in the Senate Judiciary Committee. You're about to be nominated, or you're about to be uh, your uh, nomination's about to be pushed through to the floor of the Senate for the Supreme Court of the United States to fill the vacancy that has been left. The president has called upon you. There's been all kinds of due diligence. All of a sudden, something from your past, something you did that you thought was just innocent, innocent fun, or maybe just a little bit of a little bit of rabble rousing. Maybe it was uh, you know an accidental. Uh, an accidental altercation. You're throwing ice across a bar. Maybe it was, you know, drinking too much at a party or being something, you know, a member of something called, you know, the, the Ralph Club. Maybe it was keeping a calendar with really important dates like, you know, Beach Week. What is it that comes back and bites you in the butt just at the moment before you're about to sit your butt down on the Supreme Court? 340-1045 or send me an open mic message like this dude did. When I was in the 10th grade, I had a 1979 Trans Am, and I tried to outrun the highway patrolman in Oklahoma. Yeah, uh, apparently what happened was he then <laughs> he then uh, got arrested and went on 
um, to the Marine Corps. Uh, by The cops basically forced him to join the Marine Corps, which I didn't think they could. You know what? In Oklahoma, I guess they could pretty much do whatever they want. 340-1045 is the number. 340-1045 is our number. What have you done that could keep you off the Supreme Court? Hey, it would be streaking. Oh, my gosh. Imagine that today. My God, I've done that. I totally forgot. I didn't even realize that was a bad thing. Is that against the law? I remember, what was less streaking and more skinny dipping in the ocean at Myrtle Beach? We all, we were teenagers, we jumped in. But I guess, you know, I guess running around naked in public, that's not any, that's not, I could, I could definitely, you, you know what they would do? They would call you a sex criminal. They would say that's a sex crime. Three four zero one zero four five. let's go to Mary in Jacksonville. Mary, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm just fine. Uh, Mary, what was it you did that would keep you off the Supreme Court? Oh, well, when I was 18, 19 years old, um, I moved in with the guy, and because of that, I let him feed me and uh, and put a roof over my head, and I had sex with him, so I guess that would make me a prostitute since I'm a Republican, and uh, even though I married him, it wouldn't have made any difference, would it? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's right. If you were a Democrat, you would have been a victim and you were doing whatever you could to survive. But because you're a Republican, uh, you'd have been a hobag. That's exactly right. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. By the way, I've never done that one. So three four zero one zero four five. Harry's in Mandarin. Harry, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? Hey, doing great, Mark. I was going to identify myself as the chief fun officer of the men who wear sports shirts to a uh, church club because I knew that would be your favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's one of my, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> what do you want to say? Well, uh, you know, this is so r- ridiculous. It's so absurd what the Democrats are doing. I mean, if they found somebody who went to first grade with Kavanaugh and he said, yeah, I saw him flick a booger at his sister or something like that, they would ask, well, do you want somebody who flicks boogers at people on the Supreme Court? But the point is, you're not appointing a seven-year-old to the Supreme Court. You're not appointing a, a 17-year-old who drinks beer to the Supreme Court. You're not appointing a college student who throws ice to the Supreme Court. The person that you're supporting, uh, that you're appointing to the Supreme Court, is a mature in his 40s judge with a stellar record who's been vetted seven times by the FBI and that's who we're appointing to the Supreme Court not some juvenile yeah no that's exactly true I had one beer yeah so uh, you know I, I just think the whole thing is silly when they start looking I was he 53, 54, something like that? Um, and, you know, and I think about it, look, I'm not mature by any means. And I'm not saying I should ever. First of all, I'm not a lawyer. I didn't go to law school. I'm very biased and partisan. So I should never be on any kind of any kind of court. <laughs> so I'm I'm judgmental, but in the bad way. Uh, but, you know, in high school, I did some things that could. I remember there was a uh, we had a part. Was it homecoming? We all went to, like, work on the floats and we got we were drinking and I had one too many. And I went to my friend friend's house i told my parents i was going to spend the night at my friend's house and i threw up in her basement and i mean that was it and then i went then i went to school the next day then i had to come back and clean it up because they found out about it and it's very tough to hide that kind of thing also i remember a friend of mine this was great one time in high school that that, this is great it's like taking a trip down memory lane uh one time in high school we had this friend who was he was he had this really nice car he had a he had a was it a trans am or a corvette or something and he spent his entire life He'd been he'd spent his entire life uh, trying to trying to save up money for this um, Corvette that he wanted. And what happened was he, he he left his keys in his book bag one day. We went into his book bag 
We went into his book bag and we stole his keys, moved his car to the end, other end of the parking lot. And when he got out of class and he went to the parking lot, he started flipping out because he thought that his car had been stolen. And it was, I have to tell you, it was one of the funniest things uh, I'd ever seen in my entire life. 340-1045. Let's go to David in Sandalwood. David, thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. How are you? Listen, uh, back in school year 66, 67 of Lakeshore Junior High, which is now Lakeshore Middle School over on the west side, uh-huh. uh, I was accused of changing a grade. Uh, I had a C minus in art, which kept me off the AB honor roll. And I showed my report card to a friend, and I didn't know that he was going to do this, but he changed that C minus to a C plus. And then the homeroom teacher uh, <laughs> caught the change and sent me to the dean of boys, and I was suspended uh, from school or participating in class for two days and collected uh, zeros and Wait everything. A and Wait a minute. Out there cleaning up trash. Hold on. Let me let me get talking. David. Let Hello? me get straight. Yeah. Hi. You got suspended for changing a C minus to a C plus. Yeah, I mean, not sent home, but in school suspension. What legitimately is the difference between a C minus and a C plus? A C. <laughs> okay, hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. It's not like you changed it to an A. You know, I, I thought that's what you were saying. That, oh, I had an F, and my buddy took a, made, drew a line and made it an A. C plus, C minus, it's the same damn grade. What is wrong? What is wrong with the public school system today or 30 years ago? 340-1045. Let's go to Randall in Palm Coast. Randall, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What did you want to say? What did you do when you were uh, younger that could keep you off the Supreme Court? Well, I was uh, drinking in a bar in the 70s, and uh, I chugged a beer down, and a woman just walked by, and I belched in her face, and I guess that keeps me from going to the Supreme Court. You belched in a woman's face? Yeah, you just have to walk by because I chugged the beer. Oh yeah, you No, I understand. I understand. I had one beer. Hey, thanks so much. <laughs> thanks so much for the for the call, uh, Roger in Jacksonville. This is fun, Roger. How are you? What you uh, What you do that can keep you off this? Hey, how you doing, man? Yeah, listen, it's going pretty good. Uh, what I wanted to do is I wanted to take it back to junior high. Junior high. All right, let's go back to junior high. What did you do as a junior high school student that could potentially keep you from any high level government office? Well, here's what happened. We used to gather up in one of one of our basements somewhere back in the Midwest, and we used to load up our BB guns, and then we'd hit the road, and we'd shoot out everybody's Christmas tree lights and lawn ornaments and stuff while we were kids. Oh, my God. That's, that's horrible. You were, like, you were shooting Christmas tree lights and ornaments? Yes, so I guess I was abusing my Second Amendment right. But it was a lot of fun with that BB gun, what? and it nobody was... could figure out how they were going out. Yeah, no kidding. So you never got caught. Never got caught. All right, well, then you'll but be I fine. I'm, I'm caught now, though. Yeah, you're caught. You, you screwed it all up, dude. If you never were caught, there was never any record of it. The FBI never would have. It would have been hearsay. Hey, thanks, thanks so much for calling. 340-1045. Or you know what you can do? You just send me an open mic message. Uh, you did something. that, And right now, everybody should do this. You need to be prepared to defend yourself and protect yourself and find character witnesses should this stuff come back and haunt you. Just like it is for Brett Kavanaugh. 340-1045 or leave me an open mic message in the news 104.5 WOKV mobile app. What did you do back in the day that could keep you off the Supreme Court today? It's the Mark K Show. More next. 
When I was in high school, I got caught urinating out of the car door while driving. <laughs> hey, when you gotta go, you gotta go. This is the Markay Show. My name's Markay. Thank you so much for joining me today. What did you do when you were a kid 36 years ago? 36 years ago. You got drunk. You got stupid. Maybe you did or said something inappropriate, threw some ice at somebody in a bar. And now, if you were hauled up in front of a Senate Judiciary Committee as a Republican... It would cost you the job on America's most prestigious court. 340-1045 or something, an open mic message like this, dude. Mark, I hope it never comes out. But in 1987, I went cow tipping and it was witnessed by three egrets and a cat. You better hope they never find those three egrets and a cat or uh, that they don't uh, that they don't sign any kind of, you know, uh, statements under perjury that you uh, that they saw you do it. Elizabeth and Mandarin, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show, Elizabeth. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. What did you do that would keep you off the Supreme Court? Well, I did a little thievery in college. We used to go around to all the grocery stores in the back of the dock, and we would steal the um, milk carton crates because they make gray shelving for our dorms. And so... Is that illegal? I just thought everyone just did that. I thought... No. Well, we didn't stop there. Oh. And at nighttime, you know how they had the advertising signs back then where you had the plastic letters and you could remove them, people would, um, how they advertised? Well, we would steal the letters to spell either our sorority and our boyfriend's names and take them back to our dorm rooms. That's great. That's great. Hey, thanks so much for calling. I forgot about all the funny yet probably, you know, dumb and illegal things that I did as a kid. But one night there was this girl that she was a really hot girl. And I'm sorry, that's that's inappropriate. She was physically attractive. And we uh, a bunch of my friends and I, we went around, we drove around the neighborhood and we found the yard signs, like the for sale signs that they stick in the yard when a house is for sale. And we started we picked one up and then we started driving around until we had like 20 of them. We literally had a trunk full of these for sale signs, which I know now are not cheap. But uh, anyway, we drove to this girl's house at like midnight and we and we opened up the trunk and we put like 20 of these for sale signs in her yard. And the next morning, her parents woke up, whatever her dad woke up, walked out and they were like her his whole front lawn was plastered with for sale signs. And she thought it was hilarious. We drove by and we watched him and this was the best part. This was if you ever do this, I mean I wouldn't recommend doing it cuz it's illegal. But if you ever do it, here's the key. The next day at around noon, we went back to her house because her dad had taken all 20 of the yard signs or all, all 20 of the for sale signs. And he'd taken them out and he'd stacked them on the corner of the street so that the trash would pick them up. So we just popped the trunk, threw them all back in, slammed the trunk, drove off, picked somebody else's house and did it again the next night. Man, that was great. That was I had so much. You know what? It's worth losing a job on the Supreme Court because those were just good times. Those were those were just those were just great times. Three four zero one zero four five is the number. Three four zero one zero four five. What did you do that would keep you off the Supreme Court? But it was just oh so much fun when you were doing it. This is Sieber from Uli. Sieber, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Mark? Doing good, man. What is it you did that would keep you off the Supreme Court these days? Well, in 1976, I was 20 years old, and years before, I bought a, a stick of dynamite. Well, it looked like a stick of dynamite when my family went to Tijuana, Mexico. So I was probably 15 or 16 when I got it. So when I was 20, I found it, and a friend of mine was driving around in my car drinking beer, 
and they put it inside somebody's mailbox and then blew the whole thing off the post. And we drove around and then we went back to the scene of the crime and the guy was waiting on us. He chased us down and we ended up having to go to court on it. And the judge threw it out at first, said this is a federal crime. And we had to go back again. I don't know what happened. I think we just had to replace it. Yeah. But, hey, but I think that would keep me off. Of yeah, that. I definitely do. That's a federal crime. I mean, you're smuggling explosives from, from Mexico, and then you're blowing up mailboxes, which are the property of the United States of America. Dude, you're screwed, man. You better. I hope you have a day job because there will be no Supreme Court job for you. Uh, real quick, we can squeeze in one more. Mike and Pontevedra, what was it you used to do as a kid that would keep you from the Supreme hey, Court hey, Mark, today? I'm a product of Jesuit education like Judge Kavanaugh. Yeah. And we, we go down into Georgetown in D.C. and uh, use fire extinguishers to spray the, you know, cool people off, the, you know, the unsuspecting and the innocent. We give them a shot of those, you know, fire extinguishers. That's horrible. That's why. But don't let Jeff Flake hear about that. Listen, we got to go. Tomorrow we'll be back with more of the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. See ya. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.